Welcome to By the Fiberside, a knitting and spinning podcast from the southern edge of northern Alberta, Canada. Episode 58, Responsibilities. I've been finding the last few months that it takes a lot of effort to be an adult. There's a heck of a lot that goes into being an adult, after all. Bills to pay, a job that counts on you, people that rely on you, having to shovel when it snows, Christmas presents to buy, knitting and spinning projects that have languished too long unfinished, podcast episodes to record, master spinner homework to finish. Okay, maybe a bunch of those are just me... But this life of a person staring down the big four zero in a few years is full of things that take up far more hours in a day than there possibly are. There have been a lot of mornings this month where I've woken up, looked at the time, and thought to myself, Again? Really? But as tempting as it is to throw the covers over my head and hide, I never do. It comes down to responsibilities. There are many things that I feel responsible for providing or doing. My job and my family both are top priorities, inextricably interlinked as they are. The job provides the means to support my family, and I am fundamentally incapable of doing a bad job at work. I have to give it my best. I'm finding, though, that once those hours are given, there's not much left for anything else. I try to squeeze in a little bit of knitting at work, but just about all the other things, like groceries, tidying, and homework, get relegated to the weekends. And I don't know about you, but I never get done everything I want to on the weekends. I feel like I'm in a perpetual state of falling behind, and it bothers that part of my brain that likes a sense of order, of things in their places and done in their time. But there are realities I have to face, ones that will likely have to rewrite my sense of responsibilities. The last couple of weeks, I've had a stark reminder that my health isn't quite as stable as I'd like it to be. The ridiculous virus is on its way out, only to be replaced by a ridiculous injury, one that came about in large part due to the fact that I was not drinking enough water. I would prefer more subtle reminders of the fragility of my health, but clearly the universe knows me too well. Subtlety on matters like this tends to blow right by me. Sledgehammers must be employed to make an impression. My life is like that rickety rope-and-plank bridge from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and my health is Indy standing right in the middle with a machete poised over the load-bearing rope. It's hard to balance. It seems selfish to take time for myself, to do the things that recharge me, even if that's nothing at all. These things that I must do, the responsibilities that I have to the people around me, they aren't going to get done if I'm just sitting and knitting, or sleeping, or what have you. But I've been trying to remind myself of the advice that's given to caregivers. The first person you need to take care of is yourself. Otherwise, you won't be able to take care of anyone else. And that's the tricky part to put into practice. It's hard to hold something back, even if you simply have to, in order to fulfill your responsibilities over the long term. And that, I expect, is the trick of it. When you're tired, when you have just enough energy to get through each individual day, it's hard to think in the long term. Each day is about getting through to the next milestone. Get to work, break, lunch, break, get home, something simple for dinner, and bed. 
But some of those decisions, like choosing to knit on lunch instead of lay on the floor of my office for a rest, or make something quick and easy but not necessarily the best thing for me to have for dinner, can have cumulative long-term consequences. It's a hard cycle to get out of. It requires thought, planning, and commitment. It requires an acknowledgement of the reality of the current situation, and the mindfulness to forgive yourself when things don't work out and you need to formulate new plans. It takes some time to think about the long term and work your way back from there into the here and now with small, concrete steps that can be taken to get there. I have seven and a half more days of work to get through before Christmas break is upon me. I have been looking forward to the break as a chance to recharge, to rest, and to get my feet back under me again. But I also think I need to look at it as a time to take stock, to figure out how best to find my way into that state of long-term planning, short-term action, and make the decisions that I need to make so that I can continue to meet my responsibilities, not just to others, but to myself as well. Thanks for listening. This is By the Fiberside. Fiber Week. Well, I said I was going to try and get two skeins done a week to kind of stay on track. So since it's been four weeks since the last episode, I should have eight skeins done. And I have nine skeins done. And I don't know how I managed that. This weekend, I only spun one. I fixed another. Uh, my Angora, my 100% Angora skein was overplied. So I had to pull some of the ply twist out. And that actually worked this time, shockingly. Uh, but last weekend, I didn't do anything. Um, I was popping Tylenol 3s for pain and uh, incapable of doing anything much but lying in bed. So I must have done it in the two weeks before that. But it's faded into the realm of memory at this point in time. I have all of the skeins in my workbook, which uh, which is good. So completed skeins in my workbook is 20 of the 47... 48, 48, plus the final project. So that's not halfway, but it's not bad. And I do have a good long break over Christmas. I'm only going to be in Calgary for probably three days in total. And then I'll have a whole eight, eight days uh, to myself to sort of get some work done on the homework and around the house and hopefully do some planning and figuring out what I'm going to do about my health and my life as well. But homework is definitely a part of that. I am I am determined to finish level five in in time. And you know what? 20 skeins at this point of out of 48 isn't bad at all. So what were those 20 skeins? Last episode, I'd finished off the bamboo and I still had six skeins left in module B2. I finished those off. Um, that was corn, soybean, and hemp. The corn and the soybean, nah, well, it was, it was rayon, basically. It's, well, it felt artificial, even though it's plant-based. I didn't really care for it. I liked it better in blends. And I did those, um, the, uh... What is it? The corn I did with Corydale and the soybean I did with Merino. They were all right. But hemp. Oh my goodness. I loved hemp. 
I just, I couldn't get enough of it. It was a dream to spin. And so after spinning that, I basically rethought my whole final project. I ordered eight ounces of hemp roving from somewhere in the States. It has not arrived yet. I'm getting a little worried, but I'm going to give it one more week because it is the Christmas season and the post office is very busy. Give it one more week and if it hasn't come yet, I will uh, contact the seller and see if she can look at it from her end or if it's come back or something. So, so yeah, I the plan is, I, I want the hemp to get here because I want to test it out in the um, the warp and weft or just um, at the very least the warp skein that I have to spin. And I expect I will be getting to that over the Christmas break, so I really would like it to get here. My idea is to spin hemp and do a wrap, some kind of a, a woven wrap. Use my new loom, my my big one sitting over in the, here in the corner looking at me um, very forlornly. Please use me. And uh, dye it in a gradient and use in both the warp and the weft. So I'm still deciding on what colors. Over Christmas, when I'm in Calgary, I'm going to stop by Shuttleworks and pick up some more dyes, um, both for protein fibers and for cellulose fibers. Shuttleworks is closing, and in December, everything is 20% off. So that's why I'm going to pick things up uh, while I'm there. But yes, hemp. Oh my goodness. It was so amazing. I can't even I can't even describe how amazing it was to spin. It's what I had hoped flax would be, if that makes any sense at all. Um, I would be really, really interested to try and spin line hemp, but uh, I don't even know where you can get it. A friend of mine has uh, an acquaintance who is a hemp farmer, and he offered that we could get in contact with this person and see what they actually do with the stalk uh, after they harvest the seed for hemp. And uh, maybe next year I could grab a few, a bit of the stalk and do my own redding and, and scooching and breaking and hackling and all of that jazz. And then spin line hemp would be very interesting. Uh, so the hundred percent hemp is what I'm going to be doing for my final project. Um, the other skein that we needed to do was a hemp blend. I chose to blend it with silk made an amazing yarn. Just absolutely amazing. So that was great. And then it was on to module C2, I believe. C2 and C3. Oh, C1 and C2. Which C1 is Angora and C2 is Yak. I've done two of the three Angora skeins and the 100% Yak skein. Um, partly because I had to go out yesterday and I didn't want to get covered in angora and merino fluff from blending before I left. So I spun the 100% yak skein instead. I was unsure about angora, but I find that I quite like it. It's, I've never been much of one for halo, but I really quite like the halo that angora gives off. So So I've got one more blend to do of angora and two blends of yak. Um, one is 50% yak, 50% wool, and 75% yak, 25% bamboo. So we'll see how that goes. That will be next weekend, hopefully. 
assuming that I'm ready for Christmas. Because it's the last weekend before Christmas. I can't believe it's... Can you believe it's Christmas already? I really just can't. I don't know where the year went. But yeah, I'm pretty happy with uh, with the progress. And uh, I'm hoping in an ideal world, I will get 15 skeins done over the break. Possibly more. Hopefully more. I have eight days and I can usually do two to three skeins a day. So if I say two, that's 16 skeins. Three is 21. 21? 24. Even if I get 15 skeins done, that puts me over half. And and that will be good. So so we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm definitely getting there. And if you have a chance to try spinning hemp, do it, because it's awesome. All right, level three... Module C5 is uh, the novelty skeins. So these are some basic novelty structures, and you build on them in later levels. So the first one is a novelty yarn with color. In my case, um, I chose to do um, two two colors of roving spun at the same time. It gives a, there's a specific name they gave to it. Uh, I don't remember the name. And I think actually between level three, four, and five, the same structure is given three different names. So I'm, I don't even want to try, but yes, you take two colors of roving and you spin them at the same time. It gives you an interesting color texture. You also use twist where one, when you ply one can be held at a different tension than the other. And that, that can provide a, a novelty effect. Texture is the next one. This is the one where I lost marks um, in this particular section. I did a a slub single and a a plain single, and I applied the two together. And the comment was that my slubs should be more evenly spaced. That, I think, takes practice. I was having a hard enough time making slubs. So, and then uh, the last one you had to do was a cable yarn. And in this case, I believe it was a four-strand cable and then you were required to make a distaff from your cabled yarn. I used one of my dad's wooden bangles and attached the yarn to it and um, braided my way into a distaff from the bangle. And it worked out quite well. And the uh, the comment was it was very cool. So so when you're, when you're approaching these basic novelty structures, it's a good idea to... To remember that you're going to be building on them. If I had known what I know now in level 5, I might have spent a little bit more time kind of figuring out how they worked and uh, and all of that. I mean, I, I got good marks on them. That's, that's I'm not saying anything about that. But, but in terms of actual structure, it might have been an idea... Not necessarily on the color one, but certainly on the, the structure ones to to take a look at Sarah Anderson's book of yarn of yarn designs and start playing with it, playing with the different yarn designs. I know that I'm approaching the novelty yarns in level five with a little bit of trepidation. I um, it's not what I spin. That doesn't mean that I can't. Um, it just means that it's going to take a little bit more thought 
and planning and time than it would for just a plain yarn. So, so yes, especially if I'm going to do a texture thing and my slubs need to be evenly spaced. But, uh, but that's, that's what I have to say about this particular module. Follow the instructions in the book. And, uh, if you have Sarah Anderson's book, start looking at that and remember that you're building, these are building blocks for later levels. So hopefully my hemp comes soon and the next episode is supposed to be out just after Boxing Day. It may not. I may put it off three weeks instead. We will see. Uh, Part of that, the, the podcast scheduling is going to be part of my thought thought process on um, my life and it may be that I go to a tri-weekly schedule I don't think monthly is the answer because I had to listen to the last episode to remember what I talked about but every three weeks might be um, a better plan we'll have to see I will do my thinking over the break but that's the fiber week update Fiber notes. So I finished teaching the lace knitting class, and there were a, there was a lot of good feedback from from the students about the pattern and and just when I taught it, um, I really got an idea of, of how it needed to be to be a teaching pattern. So so that's another thing I'm going to do over the break is get that updated. I'm going to have two versions up: a teaching version and then just a plain version for people to knit. Um, who already have a pretty good grasp of uh, of lace and uh, just feel like knitting the pattern. So I'm going to make that update over the break to the pattern. My Kindle Cozy pattern did actually get online and uh, it is free on Ravelry now. So I will uh, I'll throw a link to that in the show notes. The name is Read a Kindle Cozy if you happen to be looking for it. And uh, and hopefully huh, hopefully people enjoy it. Last time I checked, mine was the only project up there. But then again, it is Christmas knitting season, so we'll have to see how people like it in the future. Um, with regards to things that I'm actually knitting, I am still not done the uh, shawl that I was knitting along with the class. In fact, I'm not even done the body section yet, and I am into my ninth body repeat. I had hoped to get it done by Christmas. I do not think that is going to happen. I'll I'm, I'll take it down over Christmas because I've basically got it memorized now. But uh, but I'll keep working on it. And boy, lace weight goes a long way. Let me tell you, holy. But uh, but it's looking really nice. Um, I did uh, I did throw it on a lifeline and half block it uh, during the last class just to show them the students uh, how that would go and. It blocks really nicely, and the, the colors, which struck me as fairly Christmassy, unblocked, really evened out with the blocking, and uh, and made it not. I, I can't even put a season onto it. It's uh, it's quite lovely. So I'm looking forward to having that finished uh, eventually, if I can get to the border. That uh, that would make me happy, but uh, I'm still trying to get to fifty percent of the yarn. So we'll see what happens. I got a little tired of it, obviously. Um, so I have also been uh, knitting uh, some plain socks 
for a friend. He's, uh, he's got large feet and, uh, yeah, it's like when I was knitting Mike's socks too. It's, I, I knit my socks at 64 stitches and, and I guess men over as a general rule take 72 and it just seems to take so much longer, so much longer to knit a pair of socks at 72 stitches. But, um, I'm quite liking the color. It's a, it's a hand dyed from someone here. I will look it up and put it in the show notes, but it's a one-off and I'm a little jealous. They're, they're really turning out quite nice. It's, it's a blue and black combination. I'm also knitting a color work hat out of a full circle yarn from Knit Picks that I'd gotten quite a while ago. It's a single. It'll work fine for a hat. Uh, it's quite nice and quite soft. But uh, but yeah, I'm not sure I like singles yarns. I, I like my ply structures. It's funny what being a spinner does to you. And I spun a little bit more on the Poppies Merino Silk Blend that I'd started over convention at the end of October. Which is not done yet, because I've had other things on the go. But I would like to get that done. Then I'll have three bobbins of fun knitting, fun knitting, fun spinning to ply. And, uh, and then hopefully by that point, I'll start working on the yarn for my final project off and on. So I'm not all doing it at once. So yeah. So once those, those three are cleared off, I will, I will start most likely start on my final project yarn. There are still a few things left in the, in the little work table that uh, that I'd like to get to, but I think, yeah, some of these small projects I just need to start finishing off. Some of the ones that are there in the side table there are, they're just kitted, they're not even started, so I could possibly unkit them and put them back in my stash. We'll have to see. Again, it's one of those things where, where there aren't enough hours in the day, it seems, but... I will, I'll figure it out. I, I'm, I'm focused on getting Master Spinner done. And I, I think, I think that's the important thing at this point, not necessarily finishing off a whole bunch of knitted projects. So, uh, so yeah, that's your Fiber Notes update. By the Wayside. With everything that's been going on, you might expect me to say that I haven't gotten anything done on Christmas Elegance, but you would be wrong this time. I got a lot done on Christmas Elegance. Now, granted, I've stayed up a little too late doing it on the nights that I have worked on it, but uh, but that's because I get all caught up in how much fun it is to put the beads on. I mean, it takes a long time, and it's a little fiddly and finicky, and sometimes I end up dropping a package of beads into my lap, but luckily there's a towel there so I can get them all picked back up again. But uh, but no, it's turning out really, really nice. I had to go pick up more beads. I looked online and to, to find out how many packages of the green and the one gold I needed. Turns out that instead of one of each, I need two of the green and four of the gold. So I went to a, a local needlecraft store and 
bought them and asked the lady at the desk if there were dye lots. And she kind of shook her head and said, yeah, you'll probably be okay. And I expect I will. But four, four of the gold. I knew when I was uh, looking at how many I had to do in the in the, the one section on her dress. I was looking, it's, all, it's all gold. I was like, that's probably more than one more package. And I was right. So, uh, so yes, I am getting really quite close. It won't be done by this Christmas, but that is okay. It will definitely be done by next Christmas. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, it's getting heavy. There's so many beads on it already. And I'm not even, I'm not done by a long shot, but I am certainly getting there. The, the bottom half is close. So uh, I've taken two pictures, one of the whole thing, and then one a detail shot of the beads. So I will, uh, I'll post those up along with the update. And since this is the last episode before Christmas, I want to wish you and yours uh, a very happy holiday season. And we will touch base again in the new year. Thank you for joining me for episode 58. By the Fiberside is a mostly bi-weekly podcast, but I look forward to bringing you episode 59 on January 3rd, 2016. Show notes for this episode can be found at www.bythefiberside.com. Join the discussion on Facebook or Ravelry. If you need to get in touch with me directly, you can email me at bythefiberside, that's F-I-B-R-E, at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. This is by the fiber side.